Hello and welcome to Vodafone Cast. It's the podcast where I chat to people from college societies from all across the country to help you discover new things. We are brought to you by, of course, Vodafone X, the incredible mobile plan for young people and students, which gives you unlimited data, unlimited weekend calls and loads of ways to discover yourself, including access to a huge range of free online courses. Make sure to check it all out and get signed up at VodafoneX.ie. And you can also find the other Vodafone Xcast episodes up there. Now, without further ado, uh, let me introduce my lovely guest this week. This week, it's the business one. So first up, we have Jennifer O'Dowling from Commerce Society and UCC. We have Bismarck Osaigbovo from Business and Finance Society, TUD. And we have Clara McDonough from Economics and Investment Society from University of Limerick. Um, you're all very welcome, guys. How are you? Good, thank Greg, you. How are you? Good. Great, I'm great. Um, thanks for, for joining us. Now, I'm excited about this one, the business one. Um, business is what runs the world. And you're going to uh, enlighten me about how it's all running now in uh, this day and age. So I suppose we'll, we'll jump straight in and I'll go to Jennifer first. We'll go from the very start. How did you even get your interest in business, Jennifer? And what made you uh, join your society? Um, yeah, so my dad actually owns a business. So it's kind of been running through the family from a young age. Um, and I wasn't entirely sure kind of what discipline of business I wanted to get into because, you know, there's so many aspects to it. So I decided to do commerce because, you know, you get a little taste of everything. And I think you get a really well-rounded look into what it takes to enter the business world. Um, And then I decided to join the Commerce Society because it's a really nice addition to the degree as you really get to use or get to see the practical side of kind of, you know, running events, you know, getting to talk to industry professionals. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I started off. So is the commerce degree then directly linked to the commerce society? Like, do you have to be in the commerce degree to get into the society or how does it work? Not at all. Um, See, the commerce society is actually one of the oldest societies in UC. We're celebrating our 90th anniversary this year. So we've kind of evolved to become like uh, the to enhance the student experience. So it's kind of gone beyond just commerce students. It's something for everyone. Like, for instance, we have dentists on the Commerce Society, we have nurses, and it kind of shows that, like, you know, commerce goes beyond the scope of just business students. You know, it's it's everywhere. You know, everyone needs to know about it. So would I be right in saying that you alluded to, like, dentists are involved and everyone else from different degrees? Are they getting involved in Commerce Society so they can broaden their horizons in a business sense and get a sense of what the real world is going to be like after college? Or why are they getting involved? Or is it just to go to the Commerce Ball? <laughs> well, a bit of both, a bit of both. Um, definitely, I think it's for people who kind of want to like touch that aspect of their skills. Um, but also, like, it's a really nice social aspect to it. You know, we always kind of are looking to how we can make people enjoy their experience in college more. Like, for instance, um, next week we're having a Mind Your Mental Health campaign. So we kind of want to like make sure that everyone is kind of minding themselves and they're building skills personally and um, apart from building kind of academic skills as well. Yeah. Okay. It sounds great. Um, and we move on to Clara now. Um, tell us from the start, how did you get involved in Economics Investment Society? Where did your interests uh, stem from? So I'm studying international business in college and I had done one economics module and then found out through our president, Ty, he turned up at one of our lectures one day and it kind of intrigued me. So I said I'd go along to a meeting and then from there, I kind of just left it as is. And then we came home from college and then I joined up then at the start of this year and it's all online and it's been just a great experience. And there's so many different people in our society as well, from politics, arts, we have sports science students that all just kind of share the same interest to find out a bit more. And we just discuss everything, whether it's Brexit, whether it's about Bitcoin, whether it's about the film industry. So it's a bit of everything. 
Okay, brilliant. Wow, you've, you've touched a lot of areas there now, um, but it's similar enough to Jennifer in the Commerce Society and UCC um, that anyone can get involved. And if you have any interest in business or economics or investment and you're in UL, jump into the society and start chatting and, and learn more. Would you be right in saying that? You don't even need to be in UL. We have like students who aren't even in college anymore. Like anyone can join. It's just five year to join up. We have people from other colleges in Limerick people who are professionals now, working professionals, so anyone can join who has an interest. Oh, really? That's very interesting now. And is it people bringing their own expertise or do you get guest speakers in or where does all the knowledge come from? Yeah, it's a bit of both. So it's very much kind of a student run where everyone kind of has their own bit of knowledge, but we get speakers in, whether it's about their telling us about their business, showing opportunities for graduate positions or anything like that, or just businesses in general coming in, showing us could be through aviation, just showing us how business runs through there. Okay. So it just gives everyone an insight into how much business has an impact on everything. Well, yeah, sure. Like business is a part of every industry in the entire world. Like I wish, like when I knew about this uh, society when I was in UL, it has been around for a couple of years or is how long has it been there? I, I think it has been around for a few years, but it's only really kind of taken up off the ground this year. Really like it's, we've grown threefold this year from 30 odd members last year to nearly 120 in the last year. No way. I graduated in 2017, yeah. so I missed out. But you're saying that I can still get involved because I don't have to be in UL to get involved. Yeah, you can, of course. You, all you have to do is pay five euro and you're in uh, all the resources and everything is there. Clara, thank you very much for letting me know that. I'll be checking out after this. <laughs> Bismarck, our last guest, last but not least. Uh, did I pronounce your surname right? Oh, Bovo. You did, yeah. You didn't butcher it. I was waiting for you to butcher it, but you got it perfectly spot on. Well done. <laughs> um, so you're um, involved in business and finance society in TUD, you are? Yes, I am indeed. Yeah. Um, so I, I was actually the founder of this society. This is the brand, it's a brand new society. We're only new. Um, started around December of 2020. And the reason I decided to create the society was because, well, Working with some of the students from the uh, TUD City Campus, they have a uh, student-managed fund. And so since TUD has merged with Blanchardstown and Tala and the City Campus, we're now one big university. And so I just wanted to ensure that, you know, since Tala is a small campus, Tala had its own little business and finance society for like-minded students who were interested in business and commerce. Um, and so, like, some of the events that, the city campus would be involved in would be um, trading simulating activities. So you'd have a simulation of like the stock market and you would have to, let's say, forecast it and you'd trade with your friends and there'd be competitions. And I wanted to sort of start something that when I graduate, the students from next year will have, let's say, a foundation to grow and to become a better even society. That's incredible, man. It's very impressive. You started this society yourself just last December, so two months ago. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, there was a lot of work involved because um, I, I just thought it would be a one-man show, but now I have to get a committee going, you have to get um, a secretary, you have to get analysts, you have to get, you know, you have, there's, there's a lot of moving parts. And right now with COVID, you know, trying to get people to join because, you know, everyone's busy, um, you know, there has to be something to pull them in. So if you're having competitions or having events or or even having speakers, you know, we, we're, we're trying to get an executive in actually from London who's working at uh, Goldman Sachs and um, we're trying to get them to speak, someone who went to um, tele-IT. And so just just a way to really keep everyone motivated. And um, I, I thought that was the main reason, you know, we needed something to just keep everyone motivated because accounting and finance can be quite, yeah. can be quite stressful. Um, but if you have that, you know, 
if you've, if you've listened to someone speak who's been to Tal IT and they're telling you about their experience working in a corporate environment, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's motivational. Makes it relatable. Yeah, that's very proactive of you, man, to just get up and just make a society. And have you got many people to join yet or yeah. what are the numbers? Like? Yeah, so right now we only have about 15 to 16 people because like we're still in a we're, we're still in the process of getting the committee organized and we're trying to find out how can we design it that the next, the guys that take over after, once I graduate, how can they continue it on? Because right now it's all about trying to find a way to structure events for both semesters. So for obviously spring and winter, so what events, how are we going to plan everything out? Like there's an event going on right now where we have at the city campus where we have, there's a stock market simulator and we have over 100 or 200 students who essentially have to trade stocks on market watch and the person who makes the most returns will receive an internship um, with one of our sponsors in the UK. So just trying to get everyone involved who has an interest in business, um, wow. you know, into a community that would that would benefit them in the future. Yeah. That sounds really interesting, man. Obviously, because nearly everyone in the world is talking about stocks and cryptocurrency and all that stuff at the moment. Um, but stock competitions, where, do you mind me asking, does the money come from for these people to get involved, like to invest the money, or is it their own money that they're spending? So when you're, so events like this, you have to create a virtual simulation. So it yeah. would, it would, it would, you would be given, let's say, a hundred thousand of virtual money, not, 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 not real cash. So it would it's just be a way for you. It's not real yet. So it's a way for you to backtest your strategy. Yeah, man. Like it's so confusing, even for me. Um, who've, I've been out of college for nearly, I don't know, eight, nine years now, and I'm still when I look at to like the stock stock market, I'm like, how do I even get involved? What's the first step you take? And you're doing stock competitions, but like, say I want to get involved, but I don't know even any uh, one bit of information about it can i still approach your society and get involved will you teach me how it all works absolutely yeah absolutely and that that's 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 crucial i think it's just your interest you know you coming to us and saying you want to be involved and you know that will just allow you to allow us to sort of say uh, approach you and say okay this is what you need to do that you can you know you, you get involved in the conversations and then it allows us to sort of say okay you know you have an interest for a specific market or you have an interest for a specific product and from there we can sort of figure out you know what pace at which you, you want to learn at and um, you can just get involved in a lot of the, com the conversations that are happening like a lot of the ways we try to engage with a lot of let's say the first years and second years is true memes because that's something everyone can relate to. Um, so. so what you're saying there is basically if I have any interest in business or finance or stocks and the passion is the first thing you have to have, then you have to take the step and go out and learn. Um, it's like like anything, you have an interest in anything, you could uh, go out and do a course like the free online courses on Vodafone X, just take the first step and get involved and start learning and approach these societies. Um, Jennifer, do you mind me asking, so... Commerce Society in UCC, like, what is the whole, like, thing about Commerce Society that attracts so many people down there? Because I've heard so many great things about it, but I'm like, why are people so invested in Commerce Society down in UCC? Well, I think it's because, like, we go beyond just the business yeah. scope, you know, where we're trying to make something for everyone. But we really kind of um, have made a really good network, so our speakers are of a really high quality. We have our commerce conference coming up and it's where nine speakers come from. There's some of the leading industry professionals in Ireland. and They come, nice. you know, tell a bit about their journey and give advice to students going into the professional world. Like, for example, um, Anna O'Leary from Vodafone is speaking. So, do you know, it's, it's, it's incredible to be able to get advice from these people who've kind of been through, been through it all. So I think that's what that's why people are so interested. And 
would there be opportunities coming off the back of these speakers like for internships or traineeships or anything like that? It actually is just getting information but like you'd be surprised how much you learn from like even one talk like I think like networking and knowledge is key when it comes to business you know it's 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 all about it you know and that's just the way of it so so like the Commerce Society gives you the opportunity to meet these people like talk to these people get on LinkedIn and then when the time comes to be going for grad programs or internships like you can have your foot in the door by having met them before you know and it gives you kind of you know a bit of a head start yeah no that's 100 i couldn't agree with you more there about networking it's you can get the degree which is obviously very very uh, beneficial and valuable but also it's about who you know and making your connections and networking and all that so um yeah that's definitely you've sold it to me in like less than a minute so well done fantastic well i'll <laughs> have you down to talk <laughs> yeah. oh, geez, i don't know if i could uh, step up to some of the people you mentioned there uh, to that level but maybe someday um Clara, I was going to ask you, Economics and Investment Society in UL, what is it that has stimulated you so much to be so passionate about it, uh, this society and, and why are you so uh, involved in it? I think just how engaging and diversified it is with all like the different opportunities and the fact that like economics is so practical, like it affects like this call today or going down to the shop to buy a pack of crisps or something like that. And when you see it applied to like everything that's going on, everything in the news has economics in it. Yeah. And investment ties along with that. And especially like, as you're mentioning, like about trading or anything like that, all the investment side goes into that. And even if you have no clue, like I had no clue about half the stuff that is discussed before joining the society, but you even just get a slight notion and everything makes a bit more sense. And like we have a trading competition as well where people have like a simulation of their own bank of money and in that way they're not sacrificing their own earnings but they're still getting the great like learning curve of it and just all the opportunities the society has all the resources all the speakers we get in to learn about all these different sectors to get your foot in the door to make those connections I think with any society it's all about building those connections and kind of just broadening all the different paths that you can take. Funny you say that. I was only having a meeting this morning with my um, financial advisors and accountants or whatever, and I was talking about investments and where I should put my money and how I should keep it. Um, because they say if you leave money in the bank at the moment, you're probably losing the value of it, uh, uh, the way the interest rates are at the moment. And I was d- discussing with my financial advisors and they were like, and I, and I kind of brought up in the conversation, Nowhere in school do they teach you about how to deal with your finances and investments and trading and taxes and all this. You're learning maths and Irish and all <laughs> every day, but they, the practical stuff about life, like they don't teach you about it. You get thrown into the world and you just don't know anything about it. Like So um, obviously this is an answer to that problem. Join the societies and you'll start learning and it will really set you up for life. I wish there was something like this when I was in college. There probably was, I just didn't find it. Um, that would just give me so much advice and opinions on how to deal with all this stuff. Like I would know the first thing about investments or dealing with my taxes and say, for instance, I've set up my my own company now to deal with the work that I do. Like it was so like... A, alien world to me setting up my own company and now that I've gone through it I kind of understand but like people don't know that so um, anyone that's listening and has an interest definitely get involved in these societies and start learning because it's so applicable to life like business is just in every industry no matter if you're setting up a little coffee shop in the corner or you're running Goldman Sachs like uh, it's uh, definitely get involved um, so would you agree Bismarck that the modern world of business is now in the current restrictions and everything it's all gone online and we need to be uh really tech savvy or what do you make of all that with regards to business um i think that yeah we, we've moved a lot 
you've moved away from let's say old applications and um, old softwares, and now we're you know heading into let's say the five G era. And so I think you know learning about all these technologies, I think it's probably the best way forward. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Jennifer? The modern world of business has all gone online, isn't it? One hundred percent. And I think especially kind of for retail, then um, that's going to be the way forward. Like, yeah. as you can see, like ASOS took um, Topshop over, but they've left behind their kind of brick and mortar stores. So, like, I think if you're a business and you're kind of not developing your online presence, whether that be on social media or getting the technologies, you're kind of at risk of being left behind. So, I think one hundred percent, like. If people are going to do anything with this very time at the moment to kind of build on your socials, you know, really kind of get familiar with the tech side of the world, because that's that's the world we're entering into. But that's the world we're in already. Yeah, definitely. And say, for instance, now I'm a person listening to this and I have an idea that I'm really passionate about, but I literally don't know the first thing about setting up a business or where to go. What would you recommend to me would be my first step to do? Would it be starting an account on Instagram about my business or what would you say? It depends on the business, but I definitely think like the power of social media is incredible. Like the fact the fact that you can go viral on TikTok in like a day. So that's definitely a place to start in terms of advertising. As well, I'd say like don't don't be afraid to ask people like on LinkedIn, like ask for advice. There's Enterprise Ireland, there's so many companies and societies out there, like ask us, you know, like who are happy to help and like the worst people can say is no. But I think as long as you're fully invested and like you you believe in this and you have a passion for it and you're willing to put in the time and the graft, people will invest in you. So as long as you have the drive, I think people will back you all the way. Yeah, definitely. Like I think the foundation of it all is having that passion and that drive and the desire to succeed in whatever idea you have. But then it is, it's just asking the question and getting the help. Like, mm-hmm. um, So if someone listens to this, you have an idea, definitely get along to one of these societies and start asking the questions and get some help. Because uh, two brains is always better than better than one. Clara, can I ask you the question of s- setting up a business as well? Would you recommend uh, anything particular on online and what would be the first step for someone to take if they wanted, they had a business idea and just starting it? I definitely think use the connections you have. Like Ireland is such a nation of everyone knows everyone somehow. So you're going to know someone who's going to be in the line of what you're trying to take off. And as well, social media is such a big power these days to get your presence online and kind of build it from there. You can only kind of go up once you start advertising yourself online. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I found it in myself. Like, obviously, I could see myself as my own business, like, you know, I'm obviously selling Gregor Shea as a brand and as a business. Um, and I had to learn the hard way and the quick way that my online presence is my business and I have to come across in a certain way. So I can't be putting up crazy photos of me out partying or, or like silly stuff like that. So um, I think what I really learned in the last year is putting a brand out there, but that is you um, and that is accessible and you're not like, how do I put it? Not I was saying about it, like not putting crap up there. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm really thinking about the future and other people looking at your at your business. And it's a slow process. Definitely for me, it was a slow process. I even have gone uh, down before I started coming back up again. And while I was trying to figure out what I was doing with my, with my life and what I had to do was ask people questions and get involved. So I wished I had uh, access to like societies like you, you guys are involved in, or I knew about the Vodafone X online courses and started learning straight away because there's so much information out there at literally the touch of our fingers and we're just not using it. And Greg, just on that as well, like, of course you're famous, you know, like you have to be careful of your yeah. brand, but that's the same for everyone. You know, everyone's brand on LinkedIn, like no matter where you're going, you're, you're selling yourself, you know? So even if you're not starting up your own business, if you're going for a job, like they're going to look you up on LinkedIn, they're going to look you up on the internet. So make sure you have 
the brand that you want to show online, make sure you're showing the person that you want you want to be. Do you know what I mean? So that's important kind of across the board, I think. Yeah, definitely. I go back in your Twitters and Instagrams and everything and start deleting stuff that you don't want to clear see. it all. Yeah, clear, clear it. it all. I had to yeah. do that. <laughs> just before I went into Love Island, literally a couple hours before I went in, they were like, Do you have a Twitter? And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, Is there any way there could be anything in that that could like come up and bite you in the arse? And I was like, There might have been something when I was like 13, 14. I don't know. Yeah. So instead of going back, they were like, Just delete it. And I had to delete the whole account. Um, and I'm glad they did because stuff has come out like from other people that they got caught up. For instance, Kevin Hart from uh, got done for a comedy set like a decade ago or something. Um, so yeah, basically, the moral of the story is, is just. Put your brand out there that's clean and that's true to you. Where do you think business is going uh, in the future, in your opinion? Um, like, is there any industries that you see are going to start booming now that it's all really online and shops aren't open anymore? Or what do you think? Um, 100%, like the, the the Amazons of the world, you know, like they're 100% going to kind of grow exponentially. It'll be interesting to see kind of like what the Biden administration does in response to it. Are they kind of break the monopoly of Amazon? But um. But definitely like it's it's marketplaces, I think, are definitely on the up as well. Do you know, I think customer it's funny because like even though we're in a pandemic, like customers are getting more and more impatient. They want everything now. They want to get it done easy. They want everything on the one platform. So I think like the way forward is definitely going to be making the customer experience easier, making it user friendly. Like, for instance, my mom would have never ordered in online in her life. She was so against it. She was like, I'm going into town, like, no way. And there she was like clicking, 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 <laughs> like loving it. Like, so that is the way forward. And the fact that everyone's kind of on board with it now is just, um, it's just making it as easy as possible. And and as well, just making the logistics and, um, you know, making them work as good as possible. Because like people, like, like we're all waiting at the door for our delivery. So like people aren't waiting, like people aren't patient. So it just just getting them, streamlining them, making sure everything's running properly, like really investing in that, I think is is going to be vital for businesses. Yeah. Funny enough, I just did a uh, free workshop with Tony Robbins. You probably know who Tony Robbins is. He's one of the most famous life coaches in the world. And he was discussing starting your own business. And he said, the first thing you have to do is... He put it in a funny way. It's so Americanized. He was like, you have to fall in love with your customer. So he's like, what does your customer want? What do you need to give them? It should be all about your customer. And you start from there because they're the people that are going to give you the money. Um, so as you were saying there, Jennifer, stop thinking about making money for yourself. What does your customer need? And you have to you have to give stuff away at the start. You can give stuff away at the start and that builds your rapport. Um, and he was talking about a guy, I'm off on a bit of a tangent here now, but a guy that was trying to sell real estate in America and in his first year as a real estate agent, he didn't sell one house. He just couldn't, no one would take him seriously because he had no, nothing behind him. And I was like, why would I sell with you when I can go with this guy who has so much experience behind him? And then what happened was there was a garbage strike in the area and there that he was working, everyone's garbage was starting to uh, pile up in their garden. Um, and what he decided to do was he privately went and paid out of his own pocket. I think all, like literally every penny he had to pay for a private garbage disposal uh, company to come in and take everyone's rubbish. And they came and did it and everyone woke up the next day or whatever and was like, oh my God, the garbage is gone. What's going on? Now, who did that? And eventually through word of mouth, it all got back to this guy who had been the real estate agent and no one would work with him. And what happened was they all were like so grateful. They were like, why, did, why didn't you tell us? And he was like, I just wanted to kind of help out with the community. And um, he was the only person that sold a house in that area for the next three years. No one would work with anyone else. So the kind of moral of the story was it's 
you need to give and be patient and uh, fall in love with your customer and it, and it works from there and it doesn't happen overnight. So I thought that was a really inspirational thing from from Tony, Tony Robbins. 100%. And I think as well, like for customers, you know, they're, they're, they want more value, like they're, they're caring more about the environment. You know, it's not good enough anymore to be just throwing out products, like not even thinking about it. Like people want the story behind it. They're, they're more invested in the lifestyle. Do you know, like yeah. Yeah, that's why like, you know, marketing campaigns around community do really well because people want to be involved in something when, when we're so disconnected from everyone at the moment to be able to connect people within a brand is just incredible. And that's what people are looking for. And I think that's certainly what businesses should try strive to create going forward. Yeah, 100%. Kind of create a lifestyle and a community rather than just trying to extract money from people. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Jennifer, a question for you is sum up your society in one word, if you can. Um, I think I would say a community. Do you know, every, everyone's input is, is vitally important and then it continues to grow. Do you know, people who leave still come back to us 20 years later to speak. So it's really kind of, it's a really nice community and, and it's really nice to have everyone yeah. involved. I don't know if I asked you already, but uh, do you have to be in UCC to, to join the Commerce Society? To actually be, see, so we have a committee of 32 people um, who kind of organize our events and stuff. So you have to be in um, UCC to join that. But like our um, events are open to everyone, especially online. Um, and we've made good use of kind of our Instagram um, features this year. So we have a kind of a lot of like IGTV series. We have like lives. And um, so you can see all that there. Okay, perfect. Yeah, even though we can't meet up in person, you still have events happening. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. We've actually this. We've really tried to kind of um, shine a light on the local businesses this year. So we had an IGTV series for Christmas called Fairy Tale of New Cork, oh, and it was like our promo- <laughs> our promotions team went around to businesses in Cork and just interviewed the owners about how they got there, a bit of advice for everyone. Um, so it was nice to show them off. And we also had a 12 days of Christmas campaign. So it was kind of, it was a lot of young people and kind of, it was mainly kind of people who were into crafts. So people who make their own clothes, people, there was candles, like graphics. And, and for the 12 days of Christmas, they went down to our stories and it gave them a platform to speak about their business, promote it a bit. And they all um, donated a piece of their work into a raffle. So we raised a good bit of money for the Cork City Children's Hospital oh, Club incredible. as well. So that's kind of what I mean by community. We're kind of trying to give back while also kind of getting people informed in the yeah, business you're doing world. The, you're doing it all. You're learning and you're also helping the community. That's that's incredible. Um, yeah, great society to get involved with. Bismarck, can you sum up your society in one word, please? Uh, stonks. Stonks. Yeah. Fine. What stonks. Does that mean? That's, that's us. Um, so it's it's just meme reference. Um, so we know that finance can be a bit, there's like three words for every term in finance. So we try to approach it from a meme a meme perspective, you know, internet jokes is just a way that, you know, everyone likes memes. So, you know, if I can teach you a financial term through a meme, it's it's easier for you to 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 learn and to really understand, um, especially the first years. You know, first years, you know, if, you, if I'm talking to them about trading and volatility, they, they all just zone out. But if I can make a Leonardo DiCaprio reference and, and a Titanic reference, you know, um, then everyone sort of just says, oh, OK, I, I, I get that. I, I know what that is. So, yeah. Um, and if, if, I, if OK, maybe not stonks, but community. Yeah, community ah, you can't. Like, community was already um, used, man. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, well, I mean, we're trying to create a community. <laughs> so uh, a community of stonks driven people. I, yeah. s- I still am non. Maybe I missed it. I'm still on the wiser what stonk stands for. It's it's it's. It's a meme. It's a um, meme. Oh, sorry, I'm a bit. I'm showing my age. Yeah, now, it's. Yeah, no, it's just it's it's just oh, a meme man. that originated from Reddit. So this is the first time um, you made me feel old now. <laughs> Clara, can you sum up your society in one word, please? 
Um, I'd have to say engaging. I think especially this year with the move to online, like we've done so much. Usually in the business school in UL, we have um, Bloomberg terminals, which shows like real time market data. But because we can't be on campus this year, we have this course, which is called a Bloomberg markets course that everyone can take part in. Like you go through all stuff about like economic growth, about all the data uh, of markets. And it really kind of dials it down that it's not as complex as it does seem. And then when everyone finishes that course, you get a certificate that like it doesn't expire. You can use it for your CV, for your LinkedIn. And then especially we have a lot of first year members this year. And because they haven't got to go on campus, we've been trying really hard to like get them to engage and connect with each other because they can't meet in person or get to make friends as easily as the rest of us would have had being on campus. So we'd have regular first year kind of get togethers, whether it's like Netflix parties or just a chat in general, just to kind of get the break from just being stuck in your room doing college work or just not being able to get out of the house anyway. Yeah, that's that's unreal. That's so good you're doing that. And I presume the other other two societies, Bismarck and Jennifer's are doing the same thing. My heart absolutely goes out to the age of like 18 to 22 year olds, man. Like they're just missing so many in-person opportunities and like going away on holidays with your mates and doing the things like that you won't tell your parents that you did like you know that really like shape you as a person um it's so sad for them like you know because obviously kids don't know what's going on and older people have their lives sorted and they're all at home with their families anyway it's the middle of age people that are missing out on all these opportunities so thank god we have something like Vodafone Xcast to show people what is out there that you still can do even though life is really restricted at the moment you've all these different opportunities and stuff that you can you can do um so I was delighted to get involved with Vodafone Xcast for that reason Jennifer, are Commerce Society doing anything at the moment to help discover new people and and connect them or how do you go about doing that? How do new people get involved at the moment? Yeah, so mainly our socials. um, We actually set up a website for our conference and there's loads of details on there. We also have um, a section in that for grad programs. So it's a really good tool, you know, if people are kind of figuring out where they want to go with their professional careers. You've all the information there. Um, And as well, if you go on to our Instagram account, we kind of have a lot of information about our upcoming events um, and you can contact us directly like we've a lot of people within UCC you know maybe struggling with something within their commerce degree or and we can either help them or put them in contact with people you know who can help them so yeah. we're always there to, to help anyone if we can. <laughs> what was the website again? So it was uccommerceconference.com. And then the, I presume it's just at Commerce Society UCC then on Instagram? It's at UCC Comsoc. Okay, perfect. And is there a place on that website that um, all the members can interact with each other or how do people stay connected or is it, how does that work? So actually for our committee of 32, we have Zoom meetings every week, um, which is really helpful. It's kind of hard for 32 people. So we can, uh, we have a group <laughs> chat and we also have subcommittees, but it's so nice because like first years, obviously it's, it's intimidating to come on to a committee when you're you're new but now like everyone's sending voice notes you know they, like, there's been no barriers anymore which is really nice and um, so yeah through the zoom and then we use our zoom account as well to for events so people and um, anyone can join those as well so that's a really nice kind of way to interact with people brilliant yeah a great community down there in ucc um bismarck anything you're doing at the moment to discover new people i know you're a new society so how are you actively getting people involved and keeping them connected um so right now we're really just focusing on freshers week which is happening next week and so we're really just trying to look at let's say a way ways to get first years and second years in particular and some of because some of the church we have most of the people who are interested are third years and so um first and second years is who we're trying to get and so we are ha- we're having zoom calls um 
Zoom events. And yeah, so the speaker series, you know, the trading event at the city campus is what is live now. Um, and, you know, some fr- events for Freshers Week, um, I think is what we're looking at doing. Yeah, entice people to get involved. Yeah. How would I find you guys? you have a website or a username or how's it work on? We have an Instagram account. Yeah, Business and Finance Society uh, at TUD. I think it's along those lines. And do you have to be part of TUD to get involved in society or can it be anyone? So committee members, we like to have committee members local to the to the individual campuses. But if you would like to get involved in any of the activities that we do, anyone is welcome. Because if you're interested in business, if you're interested in finance, anyone will be absolutely welcome. Because what that means is, you know, it's just more people to talk to, more people to communicate with. Um, you know, COVID permitting, if like we're, we're even thinking of hosting a, I mean, trying to get in contact with the big four accounting firms where we could have, let's say, a trip a day in where, you know, students can see, especially for the first and second years who... Uh, might be feeling the weight of COVID at the moment, um, if they could go in and see what it's like to become a chartered accountant. Um, so these are the types of events that, you know, we're looking to host. But anyone absolutely who has an interest in business and finance uh, can join. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Uh, and Clara, is there anything you are doing down in Economics and Investment Society in UL to get more people involved and, and keep everyone connected? So we constantly have it open to our members to suggest new ideas, what they want to know about, what they want to hear. We have speakers come in. We have an upcoming talk from a quantitative trading firm um, called SIG and they're coming in and they're looking for people to like sign up to their internships or graduate programs. But then they like partner with us to kind of give us a further insight into the industry. Or we've had talks from Mark Flood, who's a part of Renatus, who set up the likes of Boojum and stuff like that. So it's great to kind of get an insight into those industries. And like that, like on our Instagram too, we're just constantly looking for new ideas, putting up question boxes, seeing what people want to know, what they want to see. Because for us, we kind of feel there's no point in us putting out stuff that people don't want to see. We want to know what our society members or people who could join our society want to know about what they want to hear. So it's just kind of, I think social media is the best way that we are keeping people engaged at the moment and through regular meetings that we have every week. Yeah. And do you have a website and Instagram handle that people can look up to get involved? Yeah. Our Instagram is UL um, underscore eco underscore invest underscore sock. And then through the ulwolves.ie website, you can join up with our society or you can just drop a message on Instagram. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's all the information anyone needs to to get stuck in. I definitely would if I was if I was um I'm sure you said anyone even Still finished college can yeah. get involved. <laughs> yes, cuz it's just it's the opportunities that come from stuff like this like you know being involved in societies that you guys are involved in. It's just like making connection, networking, learning about stuff. Um like doing that and then also if get involved in the vote of next free online courses like there's just so much stuff out there uh, to learn guys so anyone listening to this come on if you have anything any passion inside you any interest get involved don't be just sitting down doing, doing nothing um, let me ask you Jennifer a quick question again best piece of advice you've ever been given I think and this might sound a bit cheesy but like you're the only person you're the only obstacle between you and your goal you know it's like don't let fear overcome you or don't let kind of like what if some like as you can see with the pandemic kind of everything's temporary so don't be afraid to just do it like life is short we don't have a mortgage or kids to be looking after it for the moment just do it like what's the worst that can happen you know yeah you're the only obstacle between you and your goal is that what it was Lovely. I like that. Um, That's it. Bismarck, I'm sure you have a lovely piece of advice. What's the best one you've ever been given? Oh, um, play, if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Um, 
that's one of, that was taught that, that, that my, my, my lecturer actually told me. Um, I didn't study for an exam. Um, <laughs> I didn't study a particular topic for an exam. And I said, uh, it, the odds of it coming up are quite low. And well, guess what? It came up. Um, so yeah, I'm, I really just, yeah, just, you know, like be sure of yourself when you want to do something. Um, and especially if you want the outcome to be positive, you know, just ensure that like all the variables that you control um, are looked after. Because if you don't, then, you know, it won't happen. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. That kind of goes to, m- to my uh, best piece of advice I've been given by my father. He told me, uh, just control the controllables. So stop getting bogged down by everything else that you can't control, like other people or um, what's happening in the external world. Just control what you can control and, and go from there. Um, so it kind of aligns with what you're saying there, Bismarck. And Clara, best piece of advice you've been given? From my mom, like her mantra to us would kind of be like, fail to prepare, prepare to fail, which is kind of, I think, a great piece of advice. Even if you have a slight idea of going into something of what you're to expect, you already have a step ahead of someone who has no idea. And you can kind of apply that to anything you do, really. Yeah, completely. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, that's definitely one I use as well. Fail, prepare, prepare to fail. Um, with anything like set, setting up a business, college exams, anything like that, just uh, do your work beforehand and, and, and know what's coming up. That's brilliant stuff, guys. Jennifer, I'll go to you. Is there anything you think people may not realize about uh, commerce society or just business in general and they might be scared or just not might not realize about business? Yeah, I think people need to understand that like commerce isn't scary. Like, you know, we we deal with it every day. And I think that's something that people need to realize as well, that like, like it comes up in life so often. So it's, it's really good to kind of have a bit of knowledge about it. And like business can be fun, you know, like it doesn't have to be like men in suits and boardroom tables, but it can be organizing events, like organizing logistics, like getting on to people, you know, it, it can be fun. And that's kind of what we're trying to do at the Commerce Society, like, like get the disciplines of like being able to create events, be like, you know, we've had to do like Sigma played at the last combo, like they're big, big like yeah. um, act and like having to deal with them, get onto agents. Like, like you wouldn't think it, but that takes, takes a skill, you know, and that, and that's something that will transfer into all aspects of your life, that, that organization and stuff. So, so it's definitely for everyone. And I, I would love if everyone got involved. Yeah. I definitely would be a person, uh, Oh, if only re- kind of dropped the opinion the last couple of years was that I thought business was just a big, scary, like massive building with massive windows. You have to be wearing a suit and have degrees and qualifications. And like, it's actually, it's not like that at all. Like you can have the smallest business and, and just start really small. And the best way to do it is get involved in one of these societies. Um, it's just kind of like that taboo around business and companies and it gets kind of scares people off. But uh, definitely um, it, it, it's much more accessible and doable than you think, especially when you have lovely people like yourselves to, to help you out. Um, Bismarck, do you think there's anything that people may not realize about business, anything else that um, you think scares people off or about your society? Yeah, so about business, people need to realize that that's how economies are transformed. People need to realize that, you know, that's that's the difference between, you know, New Guinea and Dublin, you know, business, high commerce, loads of money, cash flow. These are the things that drive society forward, um, you know, like, and also, you know, with our society, you know, our approach to business is that, you have to think of it as 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 a way that you know it, it changes lives. You know, it, it brings rise, it brings people out of poverty. And if you let's say have a business that that people are willing to pay for, you know, these are things that that change societies, as I said. And you know, it just drives people forward. And so I think the business and finance society that I created, essentially, what we're looking to do is 
ensure that people are comfortable around certain terms and people don't shy away from accounting or or corporate buildings, you know, as you said, uh, because there's a sense, you know, even even sometimes I do feel it myself when we hear corporate law, just that word corporate makes you go, oof. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be, yeah, you know, just don't feel comfortable um, if you're, if you understand certain terms and you understand how it all works, if you even just know the gist of it, um, I think you'll be grand. And then from there, you can develop your knowledge. So take it step by step, um, I think is crucial. And that's what we're looking to do at my society. Brilliant, man. Yeah, 100%. Very well put. Um, Clara, do you think there's anything else that people may not realize about business or even just about your society in general? I think there's a big stigma that it's all kind of like number crunching, signing off papers, going to these big meetings. But I think people need to realise that it's much more about learning about people, about how you deal with people, how people work in general. Like about if you're going to China, you wouldn't do something in a meeting in China that you would do here about like kind of all the different cultures that you can kind of come across and that sort of aspect of it. And then I think for our society as well, Obviously, like names like economics and investment or commerce or finance or anything like that can be a bit kind of scary for people on the outset, but they need to understand that all our societies are all about being engaged and not being afraid to ask the questions and find out because that's the only way other people learn by others speaking up and learning from each other and just understanding that business is such a practical thing that you can apply to everything. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's a great way to finish it off. It's so practical and it implies in every every area of life like I literally can't think of one right now that doesn't apply to um, but I found that myself that like I had so many questions or were scared about all those fancy words like commerce, business, finance, investments all that stuff and I'd ask the question and then I'd realise that 10 of my friends also had the same question and I'm the one that found out the answer and everyone's delighted now and then you know and you move on so um, it's not actually as scary as you think it is just get involved and the best way to do is get involved in one of these societies um, and these these lovely people will help you out with that I think that's a great way to start trying to trying to wrap this up um, but I'm trying to get a top tip from all of you to help whoever's listening to us right now um, we'll go to you Jennifer first a top tip to help a young person around Ireland to discover new paths um, I just think knowledge is key, you know, listen to podcasts, go to the talk, like even if if, if you learn one thing, it's, it's going to help you in the future. And the more you know, the, the more you'll be confident that you're making the right decision going forward. Lovely stuff. And Bismarck, do you have any top tips for us? Um, really just, if you're a young person, really embracing social media and looking at it from a macro perspective, because this, these are the things that are changing um generations you know my mom I, if i explained to her what um tiktok was she she wouldn't have a clue even though it's the simplest concept um to that anyone can wrap their head around and so really just understanding that you know we are sort of if you're a young person you're the generation that will change everything and so um just don't be afraid with social media and explore the surf the web and if there's anything you like join and you know if you're interested in business um join a society and yeah that's the way forward I think yeah I think I actually saw someone the other day talking about a section of TikTok I'm not on TikTok now but there's a learn section I, I was told that if you click on that it's a much more beneficial area of TikTok than just people uh, dancing in front of you and, and doing uh, silly things which is enjoyable but it's not really uh, educating you so maybe try out that part um, Clara do you have any top tip for young any young people listening uh, to discover new paths I'd say take every opportunity that you're given, like even like we are today, like coming on here to speak. 
I think it's just so important if you're in college, join a society, meet new people who could have the most out there interests, but could interest you. And I just think it's really important now that even that we've seen over the last year, how important it is to kind of make the most of every chance you get. Because like, I don't want to say in cliche, but like we do only have one life, you know, and you're better off making the most of it and being happy and not saying what if at the end of the day. Beautiful. I literally couldn't have put it better myself. Um, that's a great way to wrap it up, guys. I think people listening to this, uh, definitely get involved in one of these societies um, or business in general. Like just just take the first step. And uh, if you have a passion for it, um, don't sit back, uh, take the first step and, and get involved. Thanks, Jennifer, for Bismarck and Clary. You're brilliant. Led. So much knowledge, fair play, very inspiring people. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you very much. I've learned so much about business from today's Vodafone XCast episode and I hope everyone listening to it has too. If you want to learn even more, be sure to check out the free online courses on VodafoneX.ie. For instance, there's Art of the Start, there's Going Freelance, and there's Creative Small Business Essentials. There's a huge range of free online courses available all on VodafoneX.ie. And Vodafone X have an unreal offer coming up for young people and students. If you switch over to Vodafone X in March, you get a free pair of Samsung Galaxy earbuds. So make sure you check it out, guys.